What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 278. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. Talk about the Patreon, merch shop, work, McAfee, weather, Father's Day, steaks, immigram test, politics, video games, and some other shit. Thanks for checking us out. himself i'm here um let me talk to samson <laughs> i want to talk to samson invite him over to my place Sorry. happy face <laughs> um yeah uh first thing i'm gonna get to is our patreon which is patreon.com slash a podcast mo you can go there get any amount of money well, i think a dollar actually so more than a dollar and uh get early access to the podcast you can give enough you can be a co-producer like my mother Hurricane Haynes, Marshall Darmanisha Bear, it's your boy H2.com, and our new number one top patron, Jackie Daytona. Oh. They upped their pledge to become the number one patron. So I'm just going to c- celebrate them as number one patron. So until I'd say otherwise, they're uh, king of the podcast. Hell yeah. Or queen, you know, I don't know. Jackie's a, you never know. I guess I can go either way. You know, is it Chan? Or is it, damn, Jackie? <laughs> it's 2021. I don't know. Right. And then it could be something even crazier. Who knows? Um, also have a merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast of Mo. If you want to get a shirt, a mug, some shit like that. I'm pretty sure it's still there. I haven't went in a while, but I think it's there. You know, maybe I should check that out. Um, all right. I think that's all we got. Um, so how's your week been, man? Oh, it's been pretty good, man. I got to go see mom and uh, dad yesterday, so... And kind of my adopted uncle, so right. Went and see some people I needed to see. It was a good night. Uh, work's been good. Just selling pot, man, legally. Hell yeah. Um, is it is it boring still? Kind of, you know. I know a little bit. It was a little bit a little boring for you. Is it getting so, better? Oh uh, yeah. Some uh, business has pretty much doubled, almost tripled. So it's gotten busier. I've had more stuff to do. Uh, I'm taking on more roles. Already assistant. Manager, so learning how to do all the shit. Hell yeah. So just kind of taking it and running with it like we doubled the product in our case and the quality of our product. Right. At least on one side. I hadn't got to the I hadn't got to one side yet, but I'm working on it. Right. Well, hell yeah. Um, I know I think we mentioned last week there was some one stuff that was really good and hopefully and you said you're about to re up on it. Yeah, so we're going I'll with the same guy, so I'm hoping it's the same quality. You know, right. what I mean? it could go either way, but hopefully if it is the same quality, um I'm going with the exact same guy, so I'm hoping. Yeah. That's, that, that's what's though. hard is what I've noticed is you hit the same grower up and you might have a batch of wedding cake and it's not the same as the last one. Right. It's like not even close. Yeah. But I mean, it looks good, but it just, it just don't quite do it. And, and the customers will straight tell you too, if it ain't, ain't what it says it is. Right. And I mean, that's how I mentioned all the time. And I know I'm broken record about powwow, but like, you know, he just measures it out every night. He's like, we need more of this and more of that. And he pulls in these little chemicals and his, you know, water and shit. And there's a science to it. And some people I think are just fucking growing some pot and some pot, you know, and then some people I think really. 
and growing and hoping for the best. You right. Know? Like, <laughs> right. Hell, I made a lot of mistakes when I was doing a oh, little bit too. of growing. I made so many mistakes. Me too. I, it was not good at all. I actually. probably made it. I But I had actually, I had a, one particularly good strain that turned out really fucking good. The rest of them, yeah. yeah. Half of them didn't even turn out. I had two. One was decent um, and one wasn't as good. But One was freaking sell, sell ready. I had people trying to buy it and I'm like, I don't know. I sold a little bit of it, you know, but... I know, I smoke mine, I made brownies. Um, I donated it. Oh, let's see, right before we went, we're recording here, so it'll be a few days old when of course, when this comes out. Um, the McAfee died, uh, I want to say his first name is John McAfee, I could be wrong. He's the guy who started the McAfee anti-virus you know, virus software or whatever. Um, some people, I'm sure, know a lot about him. I know a little bit, he was... From what I understand, he like sold that company a while ago, like in the 90s, maybe uh, made a bunch of money, ran off and lived in South America. Um, and I want to say he killed someone, allegedly, like a neighbor, him and a neighbor got into it and he ended up killing this guy. And then they're one to extradite him back to the United States. He refused. And then he's been in a prison in Spain for like a year, something like that. Oh, damn. Um, and he somehow tweeted from prison at some point in time. That if somehow he gets Jeffrey Epstein, just know that he would never kill himself. And he's tweeted that many a times. He's that no matter what, I will never commit suicide. So if they ever say I committed suicide, someone killed me. And today of this recording, uh, they found him dead by suicide. So everyone's like, eh. now, is that the perfect setup? Because for the last decade, he's been saying that shit. And then he does it anyway to like, let's fucking stir the pot. Who knows? You know, you can go either way with the story, but it is Does he interesting. Have a um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure of all the stories. Like I said, it was no. in Spain. I was. Well, I, uh, I just seen a clip, and I'm glad you elaborated on it. So. Right. Um, so I just thought it was interesting, so I'm sure more information will come out about that. I still think it's crazy. Literally, no one cares anymore about the Epstein thing. Like, <laughs> the Trump era will always, in my mind, be like where everyone was just heightened about every news story. And it was like every news story was a big fucking deal. Whereas in now, no matter what the news story is, people are like, yeah, I don't care. I don't really care. Like, you know, it's whatever. And you're like, oh, it's crazy. It's like Joe Biden, uh, Putin just had real, real friendly conversations where they complimented each other. But remember, y'all didn't like when Trump and Putin were friends. They're like, oh, no, we like this. Oh, bullshit. (laughs) Bullshit. It was like, oh, he's colluding with the Russians. (laughs) But Biden's going to be friendly with Russia and it's all. It's Uh, great. Uh, I just, you know, little examples. It was just so much Trump hate. Let's call it what it was. Right. And I hated him as well. But like, I, I think I was more of like, well, I think he's an idiot, not like, uh, I think the people, the things people got worked up about, you know, um, yeah. I I mentioned before, I love this podcast, the kind of funny podcast what it used to be. And then this dude called Moriarty left that company and started his own thing. Who's in what I follow now more. But I watched both. And someone was like uh, on this YouTube comment was like, has anyone ever went back and rewatched that election? Not thing, because Colin voted libertarian like I did. And uh, all the other people are super liberals. And he was like, guys, it's nothing's going to change because Donald Trump. And they were just like no, no, he's going to do this. And it was just like, you know, fucking hell was about to fall down from heavens or whatever. And when you go back and watch it, you're like, yeah, they were, people were freaking out about what was going to happen. And yeah. then like, he was being pretty reasonable. Of like what's going to change? Like maybe a little, uh, like a law here, there a Supreme court justice might change. He's like, but you know, what is, what can Donald Trump do? And then it's funny watching it just now after it's all passed to be like, uh, it's so crazy. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, we're all riled up. I know. And then there's this one guy, he's just, I don't know. I've got a couple of people that they're still obsessed with Trump, like for him, 
Oh you, yeah, you know I've got my against ones on my page too, but right. these it's, two particular, they're like buying Trump twenty four t shirts and shit. Well, I'm just like, I talk to Kubi all the time. I'm always like, yeah, well until twenty twenty four when Trump wins again, and uh, you know that's how I go to kind of funny haha. But also like, I'm pretty sure he's running if he's alive and in good health. I'm assuming this whole time we haven't seen him, they've just been putting him in some like hyperbaric chambers, steroid shots, got him on, you know. Trying to keep him healthy. Try to keep him healthy until the next run. Um, he runs yeah, because I hadn't seen or really heard much about him. Well, honestly, the social media companies are colluding to keep him off of the internet, which... Oh, yeah, he's banned from Facebook. Which I think is crazy. I know people... February next year? Most people are liberals, I guess, on the internet, it seems, and so, like, they're like, no, no, this makes sense. A company has to run. How can y'all be capitalists and not believe in a company's right i'm like for the same reasons you think walmart should serve anyone that walks in the door like unless they've stolen or you know whatever their fucking reasonings are but in general like i don't yeah, know they would freak out what's the, like the whole cake story we talked right. about the whole they wouldn't make it because the couple was gay you know and it was a big deal you know right but people be like no you have to make them that cake and then uh like cj jones we t- you know he talked about here he brought up religion uh, he was like well yeah but they'll say it's because of religion so they have that right which i'm like well i don't agree you know but that doesn't matter but either way to me it's still the same argument like yes uh you know spill away all the whatever label you want to give it it's should a business owner have to make and i honestly grew up always thinking a business owner had the right to refuse service to anyone uh, yeah i know i've always, I've always thought that i think that's still accurate but I do think you it can't be because of list these things. It can't be you race, can't be sexual. I really think that statement was made for asshole customers. So if you're being an asshole, I can now refuse you business and you can get the fuck out of my store. Right. I'm pretty sure that's what that saying was all about, was these asshole customers. It wasn't all the ones that they shouldn't be. To be honest, for. I'm sure a lot of people use it for racist or horrible reasons. Right. You know, as well. Um, but the idea you know, and like the morals and standards, we we act like we all uphold is like just make do business with the people. And I think Trump should be able to be on Twitter and he's able to post whatever. And then I think whoever else is on Twitter should be able to quote his tweet and say, this dude's a fucking moron. And here's why. And I think that's the way this shit should work. I don't understand how you think banning one side is going to do anything but make people lionize around that side. And then make the other people so dumb now that they've never heard the other arguments that whenever conservatives come back around and these people, liberal people's narrative and they hit them with an argument they never heard, they're going to be like, oh, I don't know, because I've never heard. And it's like that is not good for anyone. You want to hear the other arguments. So yes. you kind of figure. I don't understand this. So like we want to be in a bubble that we only hear our our ideas and our ideas only. Yeah, um, it's kind of like even following the news outlets. They're so one sided. Yeah. Like even the Oklahoma ones are really bad right now because she follows one of them. And I said, why do you follow them? I can't stand. I said, they're just baiting the shit all right. day long. And uh, she's like, oh, well, they they're, they have the most accurate uh, weather. I'm like, oh, dude, the weather fucking shit in Oklahoma is crazy. People aren't around here. You know, we got tornadoes and the weather also fluctuates a lot. And so like every week it's like next week, nothing but rain or snow. Like it's always next week, something crazy. And then as you get closer, it's like, no, it's none of that. Yeah. And they're always trying to fuck with the ones got in Facebook ones. Um, rain looks, we brought up weather there and it's kind of politics. I saw where, and this could be completely fake, but I saw where people were trying to remake Twister with a more diverse cast. And then, that was like the big headline. And now I've just kind of been thinking about it. And I, I'm not, I'm cool with the diverse cast. I don't really give a fuck. Now I do think, um, diversity for diversity sakes weird. Like, I think if I was starting a business tomorrow and people were like, all right, hire one person of every race. I think that's like, I think you should hire whoever's the best of that. That's all 
old black women that are the best at that. I should be able to hire all black Sorry, women. I shouldn't I, have to make them I'm diverse. I'm pretty sure I look at applications and resumes without pictures. Right. I, that's how I, I personally think it should be. But I understand um, there seems to be there is an idea to people that, well, if there's this many percentage of this race, there needs to be that many percent of people working. You can't. You can't determine who applies or whatever. But anyway, and I guess the job in the movie is a little different. But anyway, people are talking about remaking Twister. And my thought, I go back to it. I'm like, sure, Twister had a lot of white people, maybe all white people, you know. Um, but it was set in Oklahoma. And get, I will, I'm not trying to like stereotype. Storm chasers are white people. I mean, like, what, 95 plus? Dude, percent? I'm sitting here thinking about the storm chasers on my page. Yes. I mean, all, every, all, every person I've known in Oklahoma that have went up, like, you want to go chase a storm? They're all white. And I, me as a white person that's ever brought that up to a friend of mine who is not white, they're like, fuck no. Why would you do that? So I don't think Twister needs a diverse remake about diversity of their race of cast. I think that's odd. It is. I remake a whole movie just so you can diversify the cast. So there- it's a great movie. You can go watch it right now. The, it's how got many movies Philip got- Hoffman. How many movies got one race in them? Come on. <laughs> I don't think they did it on purpose. They got the people that applied and acted the part yeah i don't know movies is a weird thing because uh hollywood is so liberal you know so they want to like uh confide all these like liberal sort of things but it doesn't all i mean it works but they're like also like uh for instance the in the heights movie i don't know if you've heard about this it's a musical that was on hbo max and it's like all uh latinx is what they call it, latinx because they don't want to say latina or latino because that's genderist or some shit um all cast members, but they're all light skinned. So now the argument is too many light skinned, not enough dark skins. Where I fucking said this like months ago on this podcast, like if it isn't about race versus race, it's going to be about skin tone versus skin tone within a race, and that's exactly what happened. Just like if we're known but white people, we would be pink tones, and the oil, you know, olive tones would, you know, like Italian people would be against us pink tone motherfucker. Like it would be a whole thing because like. It is race, but it's different than that. It's just people look at people closer to them, and they're like, oh yeah, we're on a team. And it's it's weird. It's weird shit. So anyway, this movie, even though it's like no white people in it, they're like, oh, but they're all white skinned. Well, so. they think we're forks. They think we're a silverware drawer. You know, forks, spoons, and knives. Each one got their own little section. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I, crazy. I mean, big spoons, small spoons. <laughs> we're yeah. going to do fat people and skinny people next. Oh, yeah. I mean, some argue fat people are the last people you can make fun of. I argue that that's kind of already passed. That's our, people are already kind of against you making fun of fat people. Um. And I guess sometimes it can be mean. I mean, I've been big my whole life, so I've sometimes I'm like, I'm like, oh, I see where it's hurtful, but I'm also like, sometimes it's funny though. I don't know if it's the right joke. <laughs> if it's done, if it's done well, right. it, can, it can be funny. Well, people will say something that could be turned into a fat joke, and I just look at them and go, "Was that a fat joke?" And the look on her face is right. It's, it's always <laughs> funny. Everyone gets a cackle. I mean, you know, basically making fun of myself. So you know, it's all yeah. Good. I mean, I've been self deprecating my whole life. It. It's really helped my humor. You know, I'm pretty good at making fun of myself and turning jokes around and all that. But it probably also really hurt me with like any ladies. You know, like I don't I'm not going to go and have that confidence, you know, because like I'm going to make a joke at my own expense. And I I learned as I got older or finally uh, ladies will be like, just don't do that. And yeah. it'd be a lot better. I just say I'm the sexiest man in my weight class. It's just a large weight class. It's a way to do it. I mean, I think that's a that's a good way to handle it i just never did did right. it that way um one of my proudest moments ever was um at the club legends more probably more of a bar than a club um but we were out with the fraternity and uh there's this one guy on the fraternity and I, he used to walk around to claim he had a big dick all the time and i don't know if he did 
Uh, I never heard he did. No one else was like, oh, he did. But I heard him tell women he did. And uh, we overheard this guy. And I laughed until this girl was like, not me, average at best. And she was like, I like average. And then she went home with me that night. And I was like, this whole moment, I was like, wait, wait. You can play this totally different. And then uh, I think that really changed my whole trajectory in life. I was like, you can use your humor in a good way. Uh, whereas yeah. in, and that dude it didn't work right like he's going around like telling people that and women like okay weirdo. if it was that big i'd tell him i'd put it on her shoulder so it'd be on her mind later i mean i think the ones that are uh care about that will let it be known i think that all gets worked out it gets <laughs> itself worked out in the end um maybe i'm wrong but um that was also not uh dude the friend told me i had a mouthpiece and he didn't know what i told her and then i never told him that that's all i said and it somehow worked. I mean, I'm sure she kind of lied me anyway, you know, or else that wouldn't happen. You can't really. I think guys are dumb to act like, yeah, I said one line and they made the decision. I'm sure that wasn't, <laughs> you know, really it. Um, uh, what did you do Father's Day? Father's Day. It was uh, the only day you had me and the wife had off all week. And so I didn't really do nothing. We, uh, She cut me a big fat ass T-bone with this twice baked potato she does. They had like cheese and all kinds of good shit in there, bacon bits. I mean, yeah, it was delicious. Didn't do nothing. Sit around, relax, watch a little bit of Last Chance U, Age State. Hell yeah. How far are you in Last Chance U? I just on uh, season five, episode two. So I got through the Compton coach. I, really, I hate you the way his ended. Yeah. Uh, but whenever they showed the clip of him calling the dude, he said, I've told the kid I'll be your Hitler. I was like, well, that's not going to look good when this comes out. And then by the end of it, you're like, oh, yep, there you go. There it is. Yeah. Um, I really dislike season five. Like, the more I think about it, I'm like, fuck. I just don't care about uh, it. Yeah, I think they're already, uh, say, 0-2 where I'm at. Right. Well, I just, the coach, I don't care about as much as, as uh, he's, it's interesting. None of the people are to me. He's like, supposedly a legend from Oakland, but right. he just don't have that. He's too nice compared to the two coaches right. we just watched. I agree. And there's only one guy on the team, Dior, who like is interesting. His yes. backstory. All the rest of them are like, okay. I'm going to fuck and play every goddamn position, what I've seen so far. <laughs> right. It. And he's pretty interesting, but... Um, he is, man. Dude, what? He's a dude who sleeps in his car, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, he comes from nothing. And he works his ass off. Oh, it's, it's, even when you get his backstory, it gets even kind of yeah. crazier. Uh, anyway, last chance he is good. Um... Uh, for my father's day, I mean, not that I'm a father, but my father came up and my mom, um, I was like, Hey, y'all should come up here because I need new back tires. I don't want to drive to where you could, I don't want to buy new back tires, um, at this exact moment. And so they did. And then instead of buying my dad a Christmas or a father's day gift, because like, what the fuck I get him? You know, I've getting him everything. Last year I got him wireless earphones and he loves them, but I'm like, I'm not getting anything better than that. I'll be honest. Cause that was like a pretty kick-ass gift. And, uh, so I just, I'm not getting him anything. I'm just going to buy expensive steaks. Um, and so, um, you know, they have, uh, at least this is Walmart style, you know, it might be different colors, other places. Um, the, the shitty steaks are like a white foam, right? And you don't probably know this cause you don't go grocery shopping, but oh, the, black, it's like, the black ones, no, no. White foam is the shittiest. Yeah. White foam is shittiest. And then black is next, which is like the USDA certified shit. And that's normally what I get. And that's what I got myself for the father's day steak. But then they have blue foam, which I never had at Walmart until COVID. And then out of nowhere, Walmart started getting better quality meats while other people, I don't, I didn't get it. But anyway, so sometimes they'll have some prime, which is the blue foam. That's good shit. Um, whereas in like one of those steaks costs as much as two of the black foam oh, steaks. Damn. Right. And so, um, 
My dad loves ribeyes. That's his favorite steaks. And that was mine growing up. I would have claimed that forever. But now that I cook them myself, um, I would say New York strips. Um, I just prefer to grill. Um, and I really, I mean, I, I've even got to where I like to eat them better because it's just simpler. Ribeyes have got so many sections and shit, you know, kind of the way it happens. Um, but anyway, I, I tried this whole, you know, I'm, I get nervous about burning the outside of a steak. And the one I got my dad was fucking thick as shit. And my dad wants his well done. Of course, right? Because that's how they did. So I was like, well, I'm going to try to cook it, you know, the way he would want it. And um, I, you know, just do half of the grill is hot. The other half or half of the grill is uh, the burners are on. The other half they're not. And so once they got to about looking good, I've moved them over to the non burner side to finish them off slowly yeah. so that it wouldn't burn it. And that indirect um, heat, man. I love cooking that one. Right. And it worked out really well. Like my dad was super impressed. He was like, this is better than any restaurant we could have went to. Dude, I was like, yeah. Low and slow is the way to go, man. Well, if you got to really- chart it for, you got to well, seal it, seal off the outside. You know, it, yeah. Yeah. Sear it. And then you move it over. Um, yeah. And it went really, really well. My mom who normally, she like made a happy plate or whatever. Like they know that's my mom's plate. Same on my dad's. Uh, everybody ate everything. And um, I told him, I was like, that's the most expensive steak I've ever bought that I cooked you. So hopefully I didn't fuck it up. Here. <laughs> you know, I was trying really hard. And his was very marbled, very good, you know. But yeah. a lot of times, the reason I don't I always I don't like uh, ribeyes is because if you get a cheaper one, it's just a big fucking square of fat in the middle. And then, like, I don't know. It just doesn't. A little cook. bit of meat and fat on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, that's kind of shitty. But my dad's looked really good. But. It drips so much fat. I mean, it was just flaring up all around his, you know, and the other two New York strips I was cooking weren't at all, you know, because there's not enough, right. not a whole lot of fat. Um, but anyway, I have to also change my diet to a heart healthy diet because Koopy uh, has to go on a heart healthy diet. And I don't know what exactly that means, but I need to look that up for the next time I go grocery shopping. Well, garlic's good for the heart. That's good. I, I mean, I mean, I know she can't have like red meats or marbled meats. So if I do a steak, I have to get her like salmon or some shit, which I mean, I could do. I've cooked, I grilled the salmon about a year ago, actually around this time for, uh, and it was, she said it was good, but I got like three times the size of what a normal person would eat. Yeah. And so she had this huge, I was like, oh, is that not? <laughs> like it's I just, usually a little filet about like yay big. Right. That's what we serve in the restaurant. So uh, I need to get better. I don't, I'm not a big uh, fan of it myself. You well, know. see, my wife likes uh, salmon, and I don't. I don't. Know. Yeah, it is not my thing. Um, but yeah, growing up, see, like the best cut of meat I would ever had get would be a sirloin. Yeah, yeah, we were done with that earlier. Um, definitely, when I was a kid, sirloin was thought of as like. Holy fuck, that's good. I know, because, I mean, there's a lot of times that they bust a fucking flank steak and a chuck steak. I was like, man, that's a fucking fancy hamburger, man. Come on. Right. You know, but. Man, I, this one time, uh, and sirloin's for sure. I won't even buy a sirloin now. That's how bougie I am on this meat. I look at it, I'm like, nah. Yeah. Unless it's like a really good deal. And I'm yeah. like, maybe I can make fajitas out of it or yeah, something. Yeah, we'll do ribeyes and strips, and she'll get sirloin sometimes. But. Well. Uh, there's this place that's now called Dicus, but he's called Apple Market, a couple blocks away. And one day they had some stuff, and it said uh, patio steaks. I don't know what the fuck that meant. Well, you know, it's not that it was the round fucking name they gave. It. I don't know what it was, but I swear they were just as good as any awesome cut of meat. Maybe I just happened to cook it really good that day or something. But since that day, I was like, I go in there all the time now. I'm like, hey, I wonder if they got those. Of course they don't. And I don't know. Some random motherfucker just named it something that day, but it was like, 
I couldn't even tell you what they were. They were probably just some chuck steaks of some sort, you know, which just some happened to be really good. I don't Hell know. Hell yeah. Um, so I will sometimes buy some shitty steaks, you know, and I'll look up. There's a YouTube video of how to cook shitty steaks versus how to cook a good steak. And so it's like if you have a shitty cut of meat, you want to marinate it and do all this different other stuff and cook it this way. And then if it's a good like ribeye, New York strip, you want to burn it hot at first, sear it in all, you know, it goes over all that shit. Um, but I always try their method on like the marinating and do whatever. And it just never, I don't ever pull yeah, it off. We pretty right. much marinate all ours. So. Right. Uh, I don't as much. I need to. The one thing I basically do is brine chicken. I'll do that sometimes. Brine uh, on turkey at Thanksgiving. Right. I never tried brine on chicken before. Yeah. I mean, even if it's chicken breast. Yeah. Brine's chicken breast, it normally uh, helps a little bit. Um, uh, the big thing that happened to me this week on a personal level is Koopy's family was obsessed with this personality test called an Enneagram test. And it is spelled E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. So if anyone wants to look that up. And um, it was super accurate. You know, I'm always like, I don't want to believe in horoscopes, but mine's really accurate to me. I'm an Aquarius. And every time they say some shit, I'm like, fuck, that's just like me, man. I'm just like this shit. Um, so and I hate that because I'm like, it don't even make sense. Um, but anyway, I took this test and it's like 60 questions or whatever. And I took my test at truity.com, which is T-R-U-I-T-Y.com. And then it'll give you your results or whatever and these cool graphs and shit. But then it's like, your all your results are locked. So then if you just go to Instagram, um, institute.com, could be guiding me through the shit. You go institute, uh, com, it'll just tell you all your results. Everything that other website's trying to charge you for there's another website that'll just give it to you for free. So anyway, took this fucking test and it says I'm a personality top five. And then I read all about this shit. And I was like, holy fuck, this shit is accurate as fuck. And, uh, you know, it's all questions like how important is it to you that other people like you? Uh, how is important to you for you to clearly understand directions? Uh, how much, you know, and it just, you go like a disagree, uh, yeah. don't agree thing. And, um, there are a lot of the questions were really hard. And I, I was really serious about it. I was like, let me, I'm being honest with myself, you know, not trying to answer shit. So anyway, I get a five and then I read all about that. And then I see where there's like different types of fives, quote unquote, like whatever your second most is, it'll be a five wing, whatever your second one is. Right. And so I was a five wing four, which is called like the iconoclast or some shit. So then Koopy looked up someone was like, Oh, read this. Cause this is fucking spot on. And it was like, Everything positive and negative about myself I could read was on this paper. It was like flaws, too sensitive, can't take criticism. I was like, <laughs> like, and I, I was like, oh yeah, this one's uh, this is this pretty. I did right. a true colors test like that for when I worked at the prison. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway, so if people are curious, like I was about a personality test, I was just shocked, and then I went on Twitter, uh, shared like what I was, and this other dude was like, oh, I was a five W six, which was like the other side of what I was, you know, hell yeah. a lot of things similar. And I was like, hell yeah, man. Um, anyway, lots of crazy shit. And then Koopies and her, her sister or whatever they, what theirs were, it seemed pretty spot on, you know, to what, how their personality was. Um, I don't, th- I think only you yourself know, you know how spot on it is. Yeah. But anyway, Enneagram test, man. Um, Oh, I know one thing I was going to bring up last week, but I totally forgot is that there is this guy named Christopher Sahn, and he was the reporter who broke the story that Bill Clinton was talking secretly with Obama's attorney general during the Hillary investigation. So back when Obama was general or Obama was um, a president, um, Bill Clinton, and I do remember this story. He got this new story came out and broke that he was secretly talking to the attorney general about 
dropping the investigation or doing something, right? I don't think a lot of shit ever come out. But anyway, um, that person was found dead, uh, committed suicide a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So, you know, it just goes to show, uh, I'm not like a complete Hillary did it type person, you know, as far as killing all these people, but it's just another one to the list of uh, all the people that happen to have dirt on the Clintons and the Clinton Foundation committing suicide. And it's it's a crazy number. Well, it, it, the list is getting quite large. Yeah, it's... Uh, and the thing is, again, people don't care. Like, the liberal media side doesn't care. And again, it, it isn't that big of a deal that a reporter is committed as suicide, quote-unquote, compared to the atrocities happening in a low-income place. You know, like, that is, I think, the, the argument will be made of, like, yeah, we care about uh, minorities being killed by cops unfairly, or, you know, whatever the things people are caring about. Um, but, like, they only care for so long, and then whenever so many people, whoever's in power is in charge like i don't know like the the border thing i keep thinking about you know the border when trump was there it was like they're putting kids in cages i'm pretty sure that situation is worse now i watched kamala harris go on tv and say to anyone trying to get um uh, what's it called oh, fuck whatever we give them we let them in what's it called sanctuary or whatever yeah. the fuck i don't remember exactly what the term at the moment because uh we smoke too much um you know she's basically said we're not going asylum she's like we're not going to grant it to you y'all need to turn back don't come here whereas if trump who i'm pretty sure said the oh. same shit said that it would be like he fucking hates they mexicans ro- they roasted him. right yet this administration is doing the exact same thing on that area and now again maybe there's an argument to be made that's the right thing i'm not i don't care one way or the other with politics or i'm just saying when the different administrations do the exact same thing, and at one time people care a great deal, and the other time people I mean, are like, oh, there's fist fighting post over it, right? <laughs> and like, then now there's oh, just we'll just let that one go. Yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. Our guy got in. It, it's okay. Right. Well, Joe Biden only thinks this anyone's guy. Like, well, nobody right. I don't even know anybody likes him. Well, <laughs> and I was listening to this podcast the other day. Um, and this is on. I listen to too many podcasts, and they their jokes and ideas get in my head, and so. I'm sure that it shapes my opinions, but it's like, if you look up Joe Biden's history, you have so many racial comments. Like when he was running against Obama, when Obama was running the first time for president before Obama, you know, had uh, chosen Joe Biden and all that shit. He said, Obama did so well because he was the first articulate, well-spoken black man to run for president or so, you know, some shit that like now, if he said that in today's world, you'd be like canceled, canceled. You can't say that. Like there's plenty of smart black people. What are you talking about? Like, but just that long ago, you know, or um, if you voted for like Trump, uh, like there's, I don't even know this video game. There's a video game called Five Nights at Freddy's that kids love. And it's like a Chuck E. Cheese horror game looking thing. And uh, the creator, it comes out that he's a Trump supporter, donated money to Mitch McConnell, I think, you know, in the center of some shit. And so now people are trying to cancel him. And so he's made like a bajillion dollars off this huge video game series. And uh, so he's retiring from video games. Well, speaking of Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, my kid uh, a couple of years ago got told he couldn't wear that uh, shirt to school. Because it uh, made some of the other kids scared. That's crazy. Yes. Well, he was like eight, year, eight, nine years old. They're like, are you kidding me? I don't know the game. Maybe the game is that scary. He's I don't got, know. Isn't there no scarier than Freddy Krueger? Well, eight and nine-year-olds car- probably didn't watch Freddy Krueger. I did. Um, it was right of passage. I mean, eventually, for sure. But I don't know if you're wearing Freddy Krueger shirts to school. Probably not. But anyway, my mom wouldn't buy it. I mean, right. <laughs> right. Uh, so anyway, like this that example, you know, this guy's conservative. Everyone's basically kicking him out of video games when it's like, well, I just don't see with it, like all because of who he voted for. But yet, 
like I voted for Obama, and I'm pretty sure you voted for Obama the first time. Mm-hmm. At that time, Obama was against gay marriage. But that doesn't mean I'm against gay marriage just because Obama was at the time I voted for him. Like, I think that's crazy for people to be like, whoever you vote for, you believe everything they believe. When it's like, that's clearly, obviously not the case. Why is everybody voting public? I thought we voted in a booth with nobody watching. Well, for this guy, it was they found his public donations to a political party. So they're like, well, he's not going to donate it to this guy and not vote for him. Chances are. Um... But yeah, you, they shouldn't know your vote. But I mean, everyone's very I, proud to let everyone know what. Well, I know, but like you got a lot of people like, oh well, he they voted for so such and such in twenty thirteen. Did they like really got a way to look all this up? I mean, right. I'm well, sure they do, but um, like I say, if it's political to. campaigns are typically supposed to, right, yeah, and they don't normally. Normally, it's political campaigns or someone admits it. I mean, most people again, most people are going to admit who they voted for. Yeah, like nobody voted for Trump or very few people. Voted for Trump and then he won, and then they're going to be like, "Oh, but I didn't." They're like, "Oh yeah, he won. Fuck yeah, I did." You know, like <laughs> right. I mean, that's so. If your guy wins, you're normally for it, and then honestly, if a person loses, you're normally like, you go down with the ship. Is typically how people do it. And then some people are like, "Well, I didn't vote." It's like the source of pride. They're like, "Huh, I showed them," and I'm like, "Guess what? A politician does not give a fuck that you didn't vote. They would prefer you don't vote. They don't even." Like, the less people that care, the easier it is for politicians to do shit. So, I just think when people act like they're sticking it to them by not voting, I'm like, that's what they want. No, why do you think there ain't no open elections here in the city of Ada? Right. I remember when I started my job, very beginning of it, and so it's been a while, uh, there was some election for some bond to be issued, right? And I, uh, I was like, oh, I didn't even know they had that vote out. And then someone's like, yeah, they've actively not told any, like, they're trying not to spread the word because they don't want people to vote. Because- they want it to go their way. Right, because they want only the people they know about are the people that will vote yes or whatever, you know? And so it's like, huh, you know, and that is, that's how it is. You know, I also just finished season one of The Wire, and it's all like, it is about cops and drug dealers, but there's this other like political corruption shit happening. And it's so fascinating that I'm like, this is the most interesting part about this fucking show is the politics. You know, a few years back when they made uh, it not to be a felony for have, uh, you know, cocaine and all the other drugs. You know, other than marijuana. Like, I think it was just like a year or two ago in Oklahoma. Yeah, right? it was yeah. a year or two ago. And the reason why that happened, in my belief, is they was trying to, because the marijuana was already on the ballot. It was right when the marijuana was passed. And my belief is that they was trying to coattail the harder drugs on there to make the marijuana fail. And then everybody got word of the whole big vote, and everybody voted, and it didn't go their way. I don't think they actually meant to do that. Right. I think it backfired. Yeah. I think it went it went where we voted for pot and for like yeah less. Yeah, because they put it on they shirt tailed it. Yeah. And then event yeah, eventually they, they did something where they, they was did. trying to make the pot fail. But and after it, it passed, I remember they went back and were trying to change some shit on I that know, one. Like, I can't believe we made those hard drugs. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, the Republican people did it, I believe. Uh yeah. It was uh, just because they was trying to make pot fail. Right. So I, anyway, that's politics, my man. These fuckers. Um all right, and lighter news. I gave Skinny yesterday my PS4 because I haven't played it since November, you know, and uh, he's never been a gamer, at least maybe not since a child. I don't know. I didn't really ask him, um, but he had a PS3 hooked up at his house. So I don't think he played. I think Blackout played some games over there, which Blackout's probably just going to steal his fucking PlayStation. Chances are um, not steal it literally, but like, you know, yeah. just go over there and play it. Um, but I went over there, got it all set up. And then the first game Skinny downloaded because I was showing him the free games and uh, that you can download. He downloaded Rocket League. He's like, oh, I remember you playing this, which people don't know. Rocket League, you're a car, and you hit a soccer ball into a big old net, and it's fucking stupid, but it's fun as fuck. And um, it's pretty hard. It's very physics-based, right? And it's all just how you turn turn the fucking sticks. I don't know. It's a fun, fun game, though. So, But he got kind of addicted to that last night, so 
So first day was a success. We'll see if Skinny uh, gets into gaming. I gave him Grand Theft Auto Five because um, I felt like you know why not? It seems like a game everyone plays or yeah, yeah. Grand Theft Auto. And then I gave him Death Stranding, which is probably a little over his head. You know, it's a weird ass uh, game, but maybe he'll. I was like, who knows? I could see him digging some Grand Theft Auto, dude. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is the only Assassin's Creed game I've liked in a long, maybe ever. And so I was like, you know what? This is Spartans and Greeks and shit. You know, he might enjoy this shit. And actually, when he saw him, he goes, oh, hell yeah. So he might try that one out too. But, um, and then, yeah, for whatever reason, that Rocket League was the one he was thinking of. And then I showed him how he could log into Spotify, play his Spotify tunes while he's playing Rocket League, and he was in the zone. But then oh. everyone kept calling his cell phone. He kept getting pissed. Like, everyone got to call me when I'm playing games. Like, bro, that's how it works. Now you're <laughs> welcome to the world. But it's, all of his kids were at his uh, baby mama's house this week, so he didn't have any. His house to himself. So was like, well, this is a good week, man. Let's get you on some video games. Hell so, yeah. I, many, many years ago, I got powwow into video games. Um, and uh, I didn't think I'd ever get skinny into try them. So we'll see how long it lasts. Hell yeah. I've also been playing Minecraft again. Oh, hell yeah. I've never never played it. You know, Minecraft's one game I look at, I'm like, it looks too bad for me to play. I just can't do it with those graphics. But I'm sure it is fun if you got into it. Uh, but anytime I've watched a kid play it, I'm like, God, this looks horrible. But they're also in like creative mode and not the actual game. It ain't mode. horrible. It's like a Farmville 4.0, in my opinion. <sighs> Four, I don't, I don't know. know. It's like the I don't like the block aspect. Now, if it was all Legos, if it was like a Lego world, but it was Minecraft, you know, you could get man me the that. Lego games. You just basically destroy everything inside. I wish Lego games you actually built shit, but yeah, you don't. It's, you basically um, hold a button down and it builds things for you, and then you go destroy every single thing inside, and you get points. Lego games are very much like the Assassin's Creed games. I buy them every once in a while, and I go, why the fuck did I buy this? I hate this shit. And I know I hate it, but I bought it anyway, because I'm a fucking idiot. Well, one of my one of my kids got into the Lego games, so I had to get into the Lego games. You know? Right. And I think with kids, it'd be all right. And actually, the only one I played, um, a couple played, actually. All the time I played them on the Vita, I liked them quite a bit. But they were also uh, made in that old Lego style where they're levels. It's like this level, then this level, then this level. And then eventually, the Lego game switched over to where it's like, one big story or it's an open world you know it's some sort of like it's like you are doing too much lego you know like those fucking marvel ones i played i was like i felt like an idiot because i couldn't get past this place i was like this is a child's game and i don't understand how to get some past of the this things part. are difficult to figure out what to exactly do yeah i didn't look up that one i was like oh you need cyclops in your party and with cyclops is laser eyes he can actually melt the gold door and i'm like well he wasn't in my part how would i know that would kids know that would kids know to put that, cycle, like, that's why I had me and my wife had to learn how to play the Lego games right. for those instances. <laughs> I was getting well, pissed. we have to have <laughs> Red Flag Man or whoever the fuck it was, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, but on the Vita, I played the Lego movie game and then the Lego Batman 3 or something just randomly. And I was like, these are pretty good because they it was just more bot sized that I was like, ah, I like this better than on the consoles. Um, maybe someday, um, I'll try another Lego game. If they made one where it's like, hey, build a fucking Lego car. You know, like I remember on the PC back in the day uh, when I had Warcraft 2. This is a Warcraft 2 era. There was a Lego game where there was a racing game, but you made the car. And in my mind as a kid, the aerodynamics of the car played into it. But looking back on it, probably didn't matter at all. I bet it went the same speed regardless of how I built that car. But it made you feel cool. And you won the pirate level. Then you got all the pirate pieces. And then you beat the lava level and you got all the lava. You know, and then you got to make your car how you wanted 
and I would love that direction of Lego games. But yeah, now it's just uh, beat them up and Legos fly out of people. Yeah, that's about it. And they're like, find the gold ones. Go find the gold ones. That's special. You're like, okay. They're harder than <laughs> fuck to find, too. And I still don't know how to get all the fucking Stan Lee's. He shows up at random and he's always in an impossible place to get. <laughs> Usually, you know, 99% of the time. Yeah. Uh, I bought the Lego Marvel one. That was, there were some Stan Lee's in that one. Those fuckers. Yeah, you get bonus points and shit, but it, he sure is hard to fucking get. Yeah. It's fucking kids in their goddamn Lego games. <laughs> I feel like if I was a kid, though, I would have, I would have probably liked them. Yeah, but it's it's harder, it's harder to know, really, because I also like turn based RPG games as a kid, and kids today are like, that's the most boring shit in the world, and you're like, oh, come on, man, choose magic and fire. <laughs> um, all right, man, I don't have anything else on my list. Um, still working on songs. I I believe by the time this comes out, I'll be almost done with the late night flows remix EP. So what ended up happening, um was there was a song called Late Night Flows on Internet Friends 3. So people liked the beat. So I was like, fuck it, let's see if people want to do a remix. And I have like uh, seven to nine people sending me verses. I think I already have seven so far. And I have two more people that are uh, said they're going to before the end of the month. And then I'm just going to put out a giant 10-verse remix. Um, and then I'm also going to go ahead and turn around, I think, and make like three other remixes out of that, just shorter versions yeah. of what the different people and then put out as an EP, but like all the same song. Um, see how that works. Hell yeah. And I'll be stupid as fuck to do it. Um, but I you know what else am I doing this summer? That's why I look. I'm work, slowly working on a solo project, not completely so I have some features or whatever, but working on a solo project that's pretty good. It's just slow as fuck. Um, slow as fuck going. For me. Yeah, a couple of our people found me on uh TikTok, Ominous at Art, uh Think Graveyard, uh one of the ones with C's. CJ I might have been it's either CJ Jones or yeah. Who knows? I'm thinking. I need to re-download the app. I haven't had it in a long time, but My hell, I never thought I'd be on her. And someone's like, You trying to get famous? I said, Fuck no, I ain't trying to get famous. Trying to get customers. Trying to get customers, man. I like a I was like, What happens if you do get famous? I said, I guess I'll cash the check, but I really don't want to deal with no people bugging me all the time. Hey, if we can turn into some listeners, yeah. we'll do it. You know. Um get those sponsorships. I did get hit up. I think it was a bot, so I didn't. I haven't really hit up people yet. But a bot hit me up about if we wanted a, that our podcast looked perfect for a sponsorship from ShaveMyBalls.com or some shit. And if I hit up this other account and told them that that person hit me up, they would they would hook it up. But it was like a lot of you know, I don't believe this is true. That's you know? funny. I, hell, I'd rock some ShaveMyBalls.com. <laughs> fuck it, if they're gonna pay, yeah. pay to play. Fuck it. I mean. If I was a younger man, um, you know, I'm trying to be realistic. You know, I don't know if that's something I'm really going to take time to <laughs> worry about. You know, but there was a time when you thought that, again, aerodynamics mattered. Um, but it doesn't. I don't think. Maybe to some. Um, all right. You got anything else, man? Uh, No, man. All right. Well, peace. Peace.
makes beats. 